Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. I am in the studio with the one and only J.D. Rogers in the house. What's up? And Mrs. Elena I don't have coronavirus hops. <laughs> why'd you have to even say that? Hi. Well, I hope Hi, you everybody. don't. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. We really don't know. The testing seems a little unclear at this point. But in case oh anybody gosh. is unaware, there's something crazy going down in our world. And let me preface um, before I, we dive in and get to the subject of what we're going to talk about, um, which will be related to corona. As you know, information is trans, uh, It's coming quickly. And so what happens today and whenever this is released, and if you listen to this a week from when it's released, you know, the world, things, Mm -hmm. how we operate, all that stuff may have already expired. And even, um, you know, so with that said. This is a time sensitive podcast. Truly. Yeah. And somebody's (laughs) going to listen in like a month and email us and be like, didn't you know that this, you know, Tamiflu. (laughs) And uh, so anyways, what are we talking about, JD? Yeah. Today we're going to kind of dive into dealing with social distancing. Social distancing. Yeah. Yeah, We're trying to keep our six feet from each other right now. Yeah. That's kind of like what everyone is being encouraged to do by their places of employment. Uh, I know us here at Watermark, it's kind of like, hey, you need to appropriately socially distance yourself from all outside sources. Totally. As an introvert, Elena, I feel like this is kind of your dream This is really not that bad. I kind of like it, honestly. (laughs) So many introverts are like, finally! I was made for this. It's really not so bad. No invitations, no No. demands. Oh my gosh. Like, truly, by the time people listen to this, like, it may be... like restaurants maybe shut down. We're in Dallas and there's places in the country already where social distancing is being enforced mm-hmm. in a really mm-hmm. intense way. But yeah, what do you think would be helpful to talk about? Yeah, I think first we just, I think it's funny. We've been going through, I know on social media right now, millennials especially are just having a heyday with this. Uh, I think some categories or people are freaking out, but as long uh, from what I'm seeing on social media, this is like a dream come true. So as we know, colleges have shut down all over the nation. Totally. Mm-hmm. So everyone's coming back to their hometown, and they're just like, "We have no responsibilities, no classes. Let's party!" And Elena, like, I mean, you were saying you've seen some hilarious stuff on different yeah, stories. Yeah, I've and- just seen you know some of my Instagram friends. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Um, David's so gonna judge me after I say this. One hundred percent. Yeah, like some of my friends on Instagram, they're having like bi- you know big parties, and you'll see them like taking shots and going to the bars and be like, "Oh, this Patron's gonna kill the coronavirus," and you're like, <laughs> "I mean, maybe, but like we don't really know how this works." I don't and think that's the best. I don't know if this is gonna be good for your immune system, yeah. but whatever so like lots of partying happening and people i think are just like what do i do with my time i have so much extra margin in my life yeah Yeah, netflix catch them on netflix Mm -hmm. lots of social media okay let's talk about some of the memes yeah i have seen some (laughs) hilarious stuff like something on twitter going on right now is uh like you're immune to the coronavirus if and like there was this one of like if as a kid you drank out of one of these bad boys and it was like the classic green water hose and it's like if you drink out of one of these you're immune to the coronavirus (laughs) I'm, i'm definitely immune then. I'm immune then. Take I me to, back. Yeah. Kids don't do that, I feel I like, know. anymore. I feel like we lived a good life with that. Yeah, I saw one that was like, uh, day four with no sports. I found out today, my girlfriend's favorite color is green. Like, who likes green? <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Oh my gosh. So, so what, what do you do during this time to not just, you know, 
uh, enjoy the party because it is weird in society there's like total shutdown tons of paranoia tons of anxiety and then for a lot of people they're like it's an extended spring break i just get to work from home and kind of quasi work and then you know every night has just become a weekend night so what is a christian perspective on social distancing yeah and also like i think a lot of people are thinking is this even really necessary? Like, is this that big of a deal? Do we mm-hmm. really need a social distance? Can I still go out? Can I go to restaurants? Can I go to bars? Can I like hang out with my friends? I don't can, know the line really. Yeah, it's all of that. And so we can also talk about what that looks like. I'm gonna yeah. say something crazy. I don't think anybody knows the line. Yeah. Like yeah. truly. And even as it relates to this virus, and again, this is on March, what's today's date? 16th. 16th. 2020. Um, so there's a lot that could change. So everything that I'm going to say, if it's like, no, we discovered it's a, a strand of this, yada, yada. But nobody really knows and fully understands how it's transmitted, um, even how it started. I know there's clearly leading theories related to people eating and um, eating bats and in and, and Wuhan, China. But there's clearly Whoa. a lot. <laughs> JD just found out. Yeah, dude, markets it's nuts over there. Eating like, bats. The Google food, it. It's pretty weird. Dude, right. it is. Cra- or it came from a biomedical like creation. Who knows? <laughs> David, oh. don't put that theory out there. Yeah, gonna get I have email. some theories. <laughs> Tons of them. But point being, a lot of us, there's just not enough information yet to know exactly how it transmits. People, uh, as I understand it, can have it and they have no, they're asymptomatic. They have no symptoms that could show it. So all three of us could have it and be spreading it. And we'd never even know. There's <laughs> Just a really? lot of, yeah, a lot of unknown. And at the same time, um, there's some ways it parallels to other viruses that could uh, are, are out there. And again, this is a sensitive subject. So no matter what we say, if we said, you know, it's like a more intense flu or it's a less intense flu, everybody's going to have different opinions based on the information they've consumed recently. Mm-hmm. But point being, as it relates to social distancing, what is the line, I think, between like fear and recluse and also um, being wise and, and following the protocols of like yeah. the state. Yeah, or- can, can I ask it like this? I think what, for me, I see the news, I see you know uh, different people giving their different opinions on how we should respond to this. And what I am wondering in the back of my mind, David, is, is if a Christian uh, should respond to these situations like it almost is like hey christians should be the, the church should be the people that should run towards these things and like go help the city lean in we're not god has not given us a spirit of fear if god yeah. is for us who can be against us and it's like yeah yeah it's it's one thing to say all that but everyone is telling me to stay home and isolate myself yeah mm-hmm. and i see things like churches saying like you should you should rally together in your homes and you should meet still and and be the church more than ever before and it's like okay but social distancing like isn't the point of the virus spreading because we're hanging out? Yeah. So like, what would you say is this, is social distancing yourself responding to this epidemic in fear? Uh, man, here's a lot of thoughts. As fascinating to me as the fact that there's a single virus that is uh, making such an impact on our world is the fact that there is only 3,000 today, March 16, 2020 cases, maybe up to 4,000 in America that are causing a tremendous shutdown um, people are losing their jobs. There's layoffs, the economy, stock market, all of that is being tremendously impacted. They're shutting down restaurants and places. So at some level, as fascinating as it is that there's a virus and the reminder in some ways, which is such a good thing for all people of our mortality, how even crazier it is just the fragility of society and, um, and, and how on a dime, you know, 10 days ago, two views from the porches ago, you know, nothing like this would have mm-hmm. would have in, even been imaginable. 
And now today, all that has taken place. I think as a, a distinction from past plagues, where Christians would go out and they'd care for the sick and they knew there was almost certain death, but they courageously went and gave their lives to those who were dying and said, man, I'm going to help and I'm going to take care of you, even though it's going to cost me my own life. In this scenario, it's a little bit different in that the fatality rate is way less than the Spanish flu or the Black Plague or some of those things where Christians really rose up and participated in an effective way in caring Mm -hmm. for those who were dying. This is a low, relatively speaking, mortality rate. And so now it's a question of how do I thoughtfully participate in society and follow the instructions of the government Mm -hmm. that's asking me to help um, flatten the curve and what does it look like to be a faithful follower of Jesus and obey the rules of the government and help flatten the curve and just be wise and not reckless? Because let's be honest, the three of us, we're all young and young adults. And like most young adults, there's very little concern of me of dying. And candidly, anyone else that I know that's kind of in my age bracket, I'm like, you're just as likely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, fever for a couple of days. It's exactly. Gone. So the most selfish thing would be for me to be like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to continue to live my life, which could participate if large masses of us live that way in further spreading a, a virus, and that has implications on overwhelming the healthcare system mm. and then having dramatic economic implications on other people's lives. Like people are losing their jobs. If you make hourly wages, you're being put out of work. And so as a Christian, I think we're left with the decision of how do I care for the immediate needs of people around me that I bump into individually? Mm-hmm. So if somebody shows up on my doorstep that is sick, I don't like, you know, say, you know, away, they've got the plague, but I bring them in, I care for them. I provide resources. If I've stored up food, I look for a chance to be generous and care for people with the things that God has allowed me to store up. While at the same time, I want to participate in society and be thoughtful and wise about if I'm hosting a big gathering of 300 people for my birthday party, maybe I put pause on that for a while. And so I I think it's a fine line. I think we're all navigating and figuring out together. But what would y'all say? David, are you one of the toilet paper hoarders? I've got toilet paper <laughs> to get me through 2035. Maybe just share wow. your toilet paper with some other people. But I got to yeah, be honest. Be good. I've had that since before Corona. I always have a good 15 case. to 20 year stash of toilet paper. <laughs> oh Dude, that God. is the craziest thing. The, the toilet paper thing in general is fascinating. But um, what would y'all add? It's so interesting because I, I, for one, I don't like to social distance myself when the world is going good. And mm-hmm. so I think for me, my natural bent is to not like, it's to not care. I, I lean towards like, okay, I can just continue to live my life. If I start to get symptoms, if I start to feel sick, yeah. then just like any sickness, I'll stay home just like I would anything. Yeah, I think a lot of my friends, I think a lot of people I've talked to about this are there, but like, I hear you I'm honestly learning right now. I don't really have much of an opinion. I'm learning. I'm like, I hear you. And I'm like, okay, well, if everyone has that mindset, people are, pe- there are people out there who aren't, that isn't the case for them. Yeah. And it could go bad for them. And, and also the difference is like this one, the specific virus, you don't have symptoms at first. So if you just wait till you have symptoms, you could still be a part of the problem. Yeah. Right. And the incubation period, yeah. as we understand it, again, this is where like every, nobody really knows we're all learning together yeah. or there's some scientists out there who today cracked the exact amount of incubation, but the incubation can be, well, I've seen from two weeks to 30 something days. Yeah. So you really just don't know, even if I show nothing, I could, I could have the virus in me and then be spreading it around. And so I think all of that combines for why there's such a heightened Mm -hmm. sense of urgency and action on the governmental level, whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I just think you also have to consider like, um, maybe you're personally not worried about getting the coronavirus, but you could be contributing to a problem if you happen to be a carrier and you're around other people and you may not know it. And so it's like the line of, um, Hey, I don't want to be selfish, you know, just because I get bored at home and I want to go mm-hmm. out to a restaurant or out to a bar and like, I'm not showing any symptoms. If, if, you know, our thir- authority is asking us not to do that. And then also you're doing it for selfish reasons. You just kind of have to evaluate why mm-hmm. and am I putting myself over other people or not? Totally. totally. Yeah. And I, it's crazy. Like going to coffee shops, going to places, how even the employees are interacting, like how you are, if you go into public, you feel everyone treating you like you have leprosy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I went to reach for a coffee the other day and I was going to take it out of the person's <laughs> hand and they actually pull back, put it on the counter and then walked away. Wow. We're like, sorry. There's <laughs> like this awkward thing of like, oh my gosh, I like, I feel like I'm contaminated. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's just like, I, am I, th- am I gross? Like is something yeah. wrong with me? Do I have like a sign? Leprosy. And so it's crazy. So let's, let's go ahead and push the conversation forward. If we are going to be more responsible if we're going to stay home, if we actually are going to participate, uh, like the authorities are asking to socially distance ourselves, how can we still do that as a Christian? How can we be proactive? How can we make the most of it in a way that's not just, I'm going to, that means I get to sit at home, veg out, watch Netflix yeah. and, and make a bunch of mistakes I'm going to regret. Um, how can we be proactive as Christians to really, honestly, in a lot of ways, be more social than ever before as we socially distance? So, Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, like we've all said, it's a unique time where people are working from home, so you don't have a commute. You've got more disposable hours. Likely, that's not the case for everybody, but especially our demographic of young adults, they are going to have more time. And so how do we be thoughtful and not just Netflix binge or even uh, news binge or, you know, mm-hmm. catch up as Elena's been doing on every season of The Bachelor for the last 24 <laughs> years. David, okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm just let him gonna, know. I'm not even going to defend that. Team Madison or... <laughs> Is every other girl named Hannah on that show? There's, you seem to know a lot about there's the multiple Hannahs. The I don't even know. There's there's apparently yeah, another David, Hannah. It seems like you're the one who's been watching. Yeah, I follow all the spoilers. <laughs> I've got all the spoilers for next season. No, you've been now. news binging. I know you have. Oh, I I was uh, I think whatever your uh, drink of choice, if you will, <laughs> that uh, news binging could be where I can easily be like, dude, this is crazy. I'm so fascinated yeah. by this. So how do I make sure that I'm thoughtful and I take advantage of an opportunity to slow down? Mm-hmm. to reconnect with the Lord, to uh, more deeply connect with uh, him, with other people, to take advantage of the fact that, man, I, I may have more time to catch up with family and friends or to just call whether or not I, you know, I go even to someone's house and how do I be thoughtful about that stuff. So I think uh, as it relates to number one, reconnecting with the Lord or connecting more deeply with the Lord wherever you're at. This is a great time to get caught up on if you're studying through the Bible in a year or if you don't have a... Uh, Bible plan. There's a couple resources that I think would be helpful. You guys add any to this. Join to the jointhejourney.com. Jointhejourney.com. Um, there is a uh, actual app called Reading Plan. You can go download that has a five day. You can join me and several others on our staff here that are going through five days a week study of the Bible. But catching up because likely we're hitting March. I don't know about y'all, but I'm already behind. And so catching up on just you know. The, the scripture reading plan that I've been going through, prioritizing time with him in the morning, 
um, taking advantage of other resources that are out there. Watermark.org, there's tons of messages and resources and equipping. Like you could take online equipping classes now Yeah. through that. And then the Porch app, you go back and, and catch up on any of the series that may be encouraging to you while you're, you know, cleaning your house. You can listen to a podcast at 2.2 times speed. You guys listen to two times speed? It stresses me out. No, yeah, I get stressed out. Oh man, I love a good two times. 1.5 <laughs> sometimes, but two times speed. But um, what other resources would you guys point to as it relates to just taking advantage of slowing down, yeah. connecting with the Lord, spending time with Him intentionally daily? I would add like, I know some people, and it's really easy to do. It's like, let's just say you're doing a devotional and it's like, oh, it takes me around, you know, five to 10 minutes every morning. That's all I really have. One of the benefits you have of this time is now we're not rushing to work and yeah. you can either sleep, go to bed earlier, sleep, sleep in a little later and still get time to spend. You don't have to be driving to work. You don't have to commute. So you have more time on your hands where you could go all in on more of a deep dive study than you could normally do if you were rushing around on your normal day-to-day activities. So yeah. just considering not just like keeping whatever plan you're going, but how can you add to it or how can you make it uh, deeper? Yeah, I think a way to put that is like, you get to give this undivided attention where a lot of times, if we're being honest, when life is going normal, we have to kind of give, our, our minds are kind of scattered in everywhere. And yeah. right now you can give undivided attention to your time with the Lord. I know for me, some friends right now, we're just working through the book of John. And so we literally started John one yesterday. And we're walking through the story today. We're getting on the phone. Some of us meeting up appropriately and we're going through John two. And so taking a chapter a day um, and just, I mean, I think it's just a time to be meaningful and how you connect with the Lord. Dude, it's, it's like you're uh we forget. No, no, go it's ahead. like your singleness. So JD was supposed to teach tomorrow on singleness. That's now changed, but it's like singleness. That message. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever they get this. No, take uh, back. no, but we are doing something tomorrow at the porch. Um, but it's like that idea of singleness, according to 1 Corinthians 7, verse 35, is a unique season of life where it is given in order to secure undistracted devotion to the Lord. This season, through the corona, um, it, yeah, has uh, a unique opportunity for you and I to further deepen our relationship with the Lord and knowledge of His Word, spend time reading different resources, and just grow our understanding and our relationship with God not just Netflix and catch up on whatever the latest fad show is. Yeah. yeah. And the, one of the things I want to add for reconnecting with God is for me, I know to be honest, like I can feel anxious sometimes about the coronavirus and um, just for a lot of different reasons. And I can get in Google like spirals where I'm like Googling things and like, uh, yeah, just all kinds of things. So when I'm feeling anxious, especially i the only thing that really helps me is when I pray and I just refocus like my worry or my fear or my anxiety towards just praying and knowing that ultimately like God says who by worrying can add a single hour to their life. And so like by me worrying about anything, it's not going to change anything for me, for other people, for people I love um, about our society, about how everything just feels kind of up in the air and crazy right now. So just praying and using that extra time instead of like trying to distract myself from anxiety and like maybe binging a show, just redirecting that towards how can I just pray for the things I'm concerned about instead of worry about them. Yeah. And I think, that is what is so unique about this time is like when you look back and you say, hey, how did you spend that crazy time with the coronavirus? What did mm-hmm. you do? Being able to say, man, I really reconnect with the Lord. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a, such a time of devastation. It was. I mean, it was yeah. catastrophic. Yeah. But as a Christian, don't take for granted the hope that you have that a lot of people 
all they have right now is anxiety. Yeah. All they have right now is stress and worry. Yeah. And there's a hope that we have. And so let's cling to that hope and then let's share that hope with other people. And um, just wrapping up, I think reconnecting with the Lord is obviously the top priority, how we should spend this time. But I think just practically reconnecting with others and reconnecting with yourself. Like there is, there is like Elena, you were alluding to, there's so many ways that we could take this time and be irresponsible with it. We could binge watch Netflix. We could isolate to ourselves. We could fall back. And I think some people right now might be struggling with falling back into like an addiction that they've been mm-hmm. not, not fighting. They could literally be like, I have so much free time and the enemy could really lean in this moment if you let himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be on guard. You got to surround yourself. Re- re- so I should reconnect with others. Yeah. Get on the phone, get into others' lives. Totally. Like, reconnect. So that, so that way you're not more prone to fall, to sin and addiction. And then, I, with that, reconnecting with yourself. I think there's a lot of people that life has been so crazy for them. 2020 could even be so crazy. It could be a time to kind of hit that reset button. Yeah. And, and hey, when we come out of this, kind of getting yourself back on in tune with the Lord and what you want your life to be looking like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and by that, stopping, journaling, reflecting, what am I feeling? What is that? What does God's word say about that? That's one of the ways that you reconnect. But I think your point about reconnecting with others is huge, that you need to make sure you have a small group. That's why we hit on it, because isolation socially for a period of time may be an okay thing, but you isolating your life is only going to set up you to feed uh, addictions, like you said, um, whether it's pornography or alcohol or uh, just body image stuff or anything. So having people in your life consistently, reach out, pick up the phone, call them, and uh, take advantage of, of times where, man, you can you can FaceTime your grandma yeah. and catch up. <laughs> Hit her and up. Say, you know, how are you doing? Stay inside, grandma. Yeah. You're high risk and, uh, and caring for people. But taking advantage of it, just don't waste it. This too shall pass. God is in control. There's going to come a time where we look back just like swine flu and Zika and all those things. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was, that was nuts. You know, we had to stay home. And what are you going to do with this season? And will it be a season that you look back on? And for some of you, it may be the most rich relational time with the Lord in your entire life. But the option and choice is really in our hands to make sure we prioritize and focus and are intentional to spend our social distancing well. So anything else you got to add before we wrap up? Yeah, just adding like you don't have to be completely non-social when you're social distancing. Think about how you can uh, reconnect with old people that you haven't talked to for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you can actually connect really well with God, with others, with yourself in a time that you think we're distancing from yep. I love each it. everything. So I love it. Okay. We will uh, be back. We may even be back later this week. We're TBT. We may release more of these this week um, just because there's a unique opportunity to, to release content. But stay tuned. You'll see it up there. But either way, we will see you next time on another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.